Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast of fictional father figures. Joining me this week is returning beloved, voluptuous, beautiful, Lauren Bacall-esque writer, uh, former editor of The Toast, and current Dear Prudence, Mallory Ortberg. Hello. Hello. How are you this evening? You know, I'm feeling especially Lauren Bacall-esque. The entire state of California is flooding, and I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, yeah, we're having a snowstorm out here in on the other end of the country. That's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're making the right choices as the world is ending. <sighs> well, w- well, that that kind of brings us to to the topic of conversation today because uh, we're talking about a film that is about how far you would go or what choices you would make to save your family if your world was ending. <laughs> Oh, wow. That was the best segue I think I've Thank ever you heard so much. for Dracula Untold. Yeah. So we are talking Dracula Untold, which is a 2014 film that poses the question, what if Dracula was the best dad or just a really good dad? So committed. He's so committed. He is a really committed dad. And that's sort of like the broad plot of the movie is uh, that he... He was raised in, like, the Army of the Turks, and that's where he became Vlad the Impaler, I guess. Yeah, although I feel like they really, they're going for, like, they want you to associate him with the historical Vlad, but they don't want you to think of him as an impaling kind of guy. Yeah. So they weirdly try to have it both ways when it comes to, like, historical accuracy, which is kind of amazing. It's very strange. He is Vlad, and, like, maybe somebody gets impaled but it's very clear that, like, he doesn't do impaling. And there's, like, one scene, I feel like, where he has this room that, like, he never opens because that's where his, like, <laughs> evil armor is. And his son's like, what is that? And he's like, I hope you never have to find out. But then he just later, like, opens it and puts on the puts armor. On the like, armor. it's not even – he doesn't do anything especially bad in the armor. It's not like, oh, I used to impale people a lot, but then I met your mother and I laid off the impaling – but now it's coming back. It's right. just like, oh, some armor's in there, and that's horrible. Yeah, there's so many drop threats in this movie. But he, yeah, he, he, his impaling days are past him, or maybe we, we aren't meant to think of them at all. Um, although I think there is a scene in the opening where he's standing in front of like a field of, of impaled guys. But, um, mm-hmm. but basically, uh, he has become like the king of Transylvania or the prince of Transylvania. Sure. Um, and so he has his whole little kingdom, but oh, the big bad Turks are still <laughs> there. And uh, wow, is this movie about white patriarchy doing awful things to keep the family together under the threat of sexually <laughs> ambiguous racialized outsiders? Yeah, no, you just said a mouthful. His wife looks like just a drawing of a white lady. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like in every scene, I feel like she's shot with like, 80 different backlights and they like extra blondified her hair and her Mm -hmm. dresses are always slipping off her shoulder. And she speaks with an English accent for some reason. Everyone else is like kind of doing Transylvanian and she's just like, nope, English accent. That's my deal. But she's like very clearly from Transylvania. Like they're not like, oh, and by the way, this is his English wife. She's just like, nope. Yeah. This is the sound your mouth makes when you get white enough. Right. (laughs) 
And she always she always looks like she's moving in slow motion because you know she's gonna die. She basically walks on like on screen with a sign that's like, "You will watch me die." Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't happen until much later. No, because we have. Oh my god, the the route that we have to take to get there is. It is. It has some twists and turns. Yeah. So, so Dominic Cooper basically wants to ruin the lives of every dad in the land because <laughs> he just wants to keep kidnapping sons. Which, and by the way, have we talked about this? Is the second movie where Dominic Cooper has put on brown face it's to so play a Middle weird. Eastern character? It's so weird. Like, how does that happen twice I in your career when you are under the age of like sixty? It's bizarre. Um... Yeah, it's like it's pretty gross. <laughs> and he's also just like playing up the whole like like all of the Persians, um sorry, Turks. I was going to three hundred for a second there because I was thinking I, about other movies where No, I mean I, I think the reason you said that was because they did not do a great deal of research on like <laughs> <laughs> what were Turkish people doing at the time? It was literally like yeah. somebody went to Cost Plus World Market. And was just like, put some coffee in a tent, call it a day. <laughs> Give them eyeliner. Yeah. Well, they're like, they're kind of like in the same role of like, of just, yeah, kind of blurring some sexual boundaries. They, oh, yeah. They just want like bad sons. Eastern dudes. Yeah, exactly. They're fulfilling the mm-hmm. same role. Um, and, oh, my God, there's a scene where he's like, <laughs> Give me a thousand sons. I demand 1,000 sons. Um, or a thousand boys. He, I think he says a thousand boys. And then Dracula's like, I'm worth at least a thousand boys. You know that. Like, <laughs> he's worth we, his we, weight in boys. Oh, we should talk too about the fact that I, I forget that actor's name. It's Luke something maybe. Um, but the guy who plays Dracula, like a year or two before Dracula Untold, he, he'd kind of figured, you know, he was like in his late thirties and he had kind of figured like my career is what it's going to be for the rest of my life. And so he was like fairly out um, and then Dracula Untold comes out and he like gets a new handler who's like, hey, there's a chance we can get you the lead in some movies. Can you walk it back? And so he gave a couple of like really uncomfortable interviews where he was like, look, I know I talked about dating men in the past. Uh, I was confused. Whoa. It, it was really hot out that day. Uh, I, I I hadn't had enough water. Oh, my God. Like he tried to tried to walk it back and like didn't go over great and then uh like a year later was just like hey i'm really sorry i am definitely gay and uh was sort of trying to closet myself again because i thought my career was going to go in a different direction uh and that was uh, i yeah i'm like kind of acknowledging it was kind of fascinating to watch someone try to walk a line um that lots of people walk right all the time but had like previously figured he was unfamous enough that he didn't have to do that. So it was really fascinating to see that and to like go into this movie with all the anxieties about like fatherhood and boys and like uh, sexuality uh, and to know that that was going on like in his real life. I wish I could remember his name, but like, I'm sure we can add it in later and we well, can, there's no like, way we can it. know. I mean, scientists are still divided on, on the names <laughs> of the actors in this movie. <laughs> You know, in the long, long ago, it was believed their names were known to the race yeah, of men, uh, yeah. but it has been lost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and oh boy, is he? Does he make some faces in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think they gave him extra cheekbones just so he could make a couple of new facial expressions. <laughs> they invented, yeah, they invented expressions especially for this film, and he makes some of them. I, I guess 
he makes some of them when he first encounters the master vampire, who is like definitely a weird combination of like he's like Nosferatu by way of the master from Buffy. I one hundred percent thought it was Gary Oldman. I knew the whole yeah. movie. Oh my god! Same. It's not. It's Charles Dance. Well, he's in many has ways, anyone told poor Charles Dance that he's Gary turning Oldman. into Gary Oldman? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it was very unclear, like, what he's doing in Transylvania. There was some nod to him being, like, a Roman soldier at some point. Yeah. It's like, so Dracula finds him in this cave at the beginning of the movie and then realizes he's, like, this super powerful creature that can, like, kill uh, Turks. And then he goes back to, like, get its power somehow, right? Yeah. But weirdly... Like, somehow when Charles Dance has this power, he can't leave the cave. But once Dracula gets the power, he can murder everyone with his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What is this whole setup of the film as, like, being about, like, this power that has, like, this offers you the means to protect your family, but at what cost? Like, that's a pretty well-worn trope but the way it's executed here is so messy and there's so many yes. unnecessary details. It makes no sense. Yeah, there's a lot of consequences that he gets promised if he violates them, and then it never happens. Like, right. things just work out for him, and, I mean, in some ways they don't, but in other ways they totally do. Like, he, he like, spoiler alert, for some reason, his wife is resurrected years in the future, uh, and he gets to, like, keep his body and look handsome. He does not get creepy and old-looking for whatever reason, um, and he's just the best vampire of all time. Right, which is, like, okay, so this movie has a very confused theology as well, or cosmology, I guess, because, um, so basically, yeah, Dracula gets the vampire power, and I guess for people who haven't seen it, like, real quick, Cole's Notes version is, like, he gets vampire powers, and he's told, like, okay, if you go three days without drinking human blood, you'll go back to normal, um, but if you don't, then you'll help me in my war, eternal war of the darkness against the light or something. And then also... But yeah, it's like he has his enemy, but we never find out who Charles right. Dance. I mean, we never find out who it is. Yeah, like, and then also I'll be let out into the world to, like, seek my revenge. Like, what revenge? What are you talking right. about, who Charles Dance? Right, who are you Dance? mad at? Who, why are you mad, and Charles I feel Dance? Like, I feel like Dominic Cooper at one point is like, we have all the boys we need, but I want specifically Dracula's son. So I'm going to like use the entire Turkish army to do right? it, which is an enormous waste of resources. And I'm sorry, but like the Turks did not conquer most of the known world yeah. by wasting resources on petty vendettas. Like they were practical right. and they were excellent tacticians. Yeah. Even like a thousand is better than one. I don't care about that kid. We're going home. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So basically he doesn't, he doesn't give up his son and so then he goes and gets vampire powers and he's fighting off all the turks and then kind of like moves his family to this weird like castle or like monastery, monastery i guess yeah because it's like run by monks there's monks there because they get mad at him well yeah they get mad for no reason they're just like they just like see him yeah they're just like you a vampire like and he's just like i'm not a vampire and they're like you absolutely are a vampire and then they like set him on fire like they set a, a building on fire that he's in because he's a vampire, even though he's done nothing wrong so far. All he's done no, is protect his family. It's so, like, accidentally Ayn Randy. Because, like, in a in, in the sort of movie you think it's going to be, you would be, like, there'd be a question of, okay, is he going to lose his humanity? Right. But he never does. 
he continues to be like a noble self-sacrificing yeah. person who only cares about his family even as a vampire so there's no like oh who's the real monster there's no conflict uh, yeah yeah there's no like oh they're right to be afraid like there's no reason to fear no, him he has yeah. only used his powers to defend them right from their enemies and he doesn't but they're just need like to ungrateful drink blood or anything even like there's no. no there's no traditional vampire conflict here um, he's like daddy renezme <laughs> Which I am going to start calling myself. Please do. Please do. Um, I'm going to start it right now. That's yeah. what Daddy Renesme thinks. Well, that's going to be how you're uh, credited on this episode. So. Yes. Um, but yeah, he gets set on fire, but then lives because of reasons. And um, yeah, gives this big speech about like, literally all I did, you guys, was protect all of you. Like, literally all I did was that. And you repay me by setting me on fire? Like, yes. are you kidding me? I- He's so like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But then he doesn't like storm off or anything. Then he's just like, all right, the Turks are going to get he here still soon. protects them. So I got it some work to do. So, and it's like, what? 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 Yeah, no, like no consequences. No, like he doesn't have to leave. You know what I mean? It's like they try to kill you, but you still stay there. And is this, is, is this the point where the like incredibly, uh, amazingly shopworn like Roma caricature shows up oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god yes <laughs> this movie does so much this movie oh, does oh. So, so much who this guy he, what is who is he supposed to be i feel like they were going for who was the redheaded guy on firefly oh my god um that was married to gina torres wash? and was like kind of comic yes wash like a mix between wash and like a paul bettany type figure they were going for like a muppet of chaos a like <laughs> a jester what are his mysterious powers we know not he scoffs and more like mocks their like petty concerns but it's just like hey you know what movies think of of the roma here here it is it's a guy yep. wearing a lot of bracelets uh, who who is also insufficiently masculine and um, just sort of is like, I've heard of vampires. That's his deal, right? He's just heard of vampires. Yeah, he's just like, I've heard of vampires. Um, I think you're pretty cool, I guess. Can I, like, hang out with you? Um, would that Did be Did you think right? they were going to try to turn him into a Renfield? Because I, I thought totally so. thought, like, that would make oh, okay. sense. But they did not do that. Because, nope. again, he turns into a vampire. He does not lose his humanity. He's not uh, really until the very end, like, consumed by any sort of bloodlust. Uh, he has all the same priorities. Still a super good dude. Yeah. Uh, you okay. Know. So, yeah, yeah. This is weird. This is where things get Just really enhanced weird. enhanced dad. So, yeah. His whole thing so far is, like, I'm a good dad. And, like, you're, like... It's pretty clear that, like, he's not going to—he's going to drink blood sometime before the three days are up. And so, like, the Turks yeah. are attacking the monastery, and he's doing, like—he's making, like, giant fists out of bats and just, <laughs> like, punching yeah. everyone, which is, like, the best. It's yeah. so good. He can both turn into a lot of bats, but also control bats around him. Yeah. It and seems like. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very, very good. And um, But then the sun's coming up, and he's running out of time, and then uh, the Turks, like— catch up with his his wife and and son and his wife falls off the tower and he like doesn't have time to save her and then she's like dying and she's like oh my god no the turks are leaving and they have our son like drink my blood and use it to to save our son and he's like i get okay i guess um yeah 
Yeah, no, he's just like, that actually seems like a really good idea. He's like, yeah, that actually does make sense, I guess, in the circumstances. Um, and, uh, yeah, he drinks her blood. and um, But then he's not like, now I'm like a, a, a methodical killer who's going to like cross the line and like end up killing my son too. No, it's just exactly the same. It's exactly it's the same. Like, he's like... It's like he drank a health potion. Yeah, exactly. And then he's also like, oh, all my people who are like still alive, I'm going to make them into vampires too. And we're going to go like get revenge. Um, yeah, and they've all gone from we should set him on fire to let's all be vampires now. Vampires are cool, I guess. Um and he like he does this speech about like being with his wife in heaven, I think. Um which again is where this movie gets into confused cosmology because like if she's in heaven then like how is she How's also it? reborn in the future? Um we're going to get to that cuz okay. I have a lot of problems. Okay. Uh yeah. and so he just like descends on the Turkish camp with his like horde of vampires where like again they're all drinking coffee like yeah 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 yeah. I feel like somebody who was involved in the writing of the script was just like hey Turkish coffee's a thing That's right a let's thing. make these guys love coffee what if they just loved coffee though is the thing about them it's like do not even try to attack me before I have had my coffee <laughs> <laughs> do not send your pack of vampires to raid my camp before I've had yeah, my coffee in the morning. I will not morning. steal anyone's sons before I have had my <laughs> cup of jam. But like, yeah, so this pack of vampires descends on the camp, just murders everyone. And I love the mm-hmm. one vampire who's like, like a nanny, I think, or like, she was like, she was <laughs> yes! like watching kids or something. And now she's just like, like spinning around, like cutting people's heads off. Yep. She's amazing. great. She's so good. Yeah. But which again, like, yeah, was kind of like not part of the original deal with Charles Dance. It was not like it was like he had to do this very intricate deal with the devil, and then everyone else, he's just like, you want to be a vampire? Right. Cool. You're in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so at this point, Charles Dance is freed. Um, doesn't show up again for a little while, but uh, Dracula fights. Um, what's his name again? Dominic Cooper. Yes. Um, and eyeliner guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, kills him, obviously, um, mm-hmm. and saves his son. And then the vampires have killed everyone else. And, yes. uh, then the vampires are like, we should also kill your son for some reason. Oh yeah. But why? No one knows. Cause they're no. not mad at him. It's just like. No, they're just like, hungry and this young nine-year-old seems like a good idea. Yeah, they're like, we haven't eaten enough hundreds of soldiers. Um, This small child will sate our bloodlust. Or they're just like, oh, humans are the enemy now. We have to kill all of them or something. That didn't happen to him. So it doesn't make sense that all of the people who are becoming the same kind of vampire he is are like, well, now we've crossed the morality event. They don't have the kind of like dadly... willpower and and presence of mind that he does yeah they're not dad enough for no. sure yeah um and so then he just is like well i guess my people are like uh turning against me so i'm just gonna kill them all now yeah which again like you think okay the question is always like is he going to lose the thing he wants to protect so you're thinking, like, maybe he'll accidentally kill his son. But it's like, no, but just he was right all along. The whole movie is just he was right all along. Like, this was yeah. he knew he was right. This guy is never mistaken. Yeah. He never makes a mistake. He never, like, forgets what's important. He's just right although, all the way through. Although, 
although, <laughs> although his son is like he sends his son to live with like monks for some reason, or they, the monks take him, and then the whole film has sort of been like narrated by his son, who becomes like the king of Transylvania. Oh yeah, but like, okay, this is weird though because like. He's killed all of the other vampires except Charles Dance. Right. He's killed. Which, how did he do that exactly? Is like. He just has the power to like control the weather at this point. Like, he's also. Because he's been a vampire for three days and they've only been a vampire for one day. Yeah, it's a very steep curve. It feels like, by the way, most vampire movies have this really strict, like, either you get more powerful the older you get. Or less power, like there's some sort of rule about like what happens to old vampires. Like often they get really ugly, whereas the young ones are still hot. Like it was weird that this movie wasn't sure how power was like. This movie is like not interested in rules, man. It's just like a fun, like sexy exploration of like what if vampires were a cool dad. Fair. No, that's totally fair. I apologize. <laughs> I've really gotten us off track. No, no, not at all. It's just like, it's so true. Like, but Charles Dance, you'd think it's like, oh, he's old. He's gross because he's old. But not really, because in the far Sorry, future. He'll shut up in a second when I feed him. <laughs> he's really mad. Oh my God. Here, here, here's a lot of food. Shut up. <laughs> okay. He's done. Okay. So. His son becomes the king of Transylvania. Yes. And then he just disappears. Yes. No one knows why. Because the final scene in this film is present day. Dracula, who looks identical, uh, is like shopping at like an open air market. Farmer's market. Farmer's market. And sees this woman who is obviously his reincarnated wife, who has the same name as her pretty much. Um, but like, why? Why is it his wife? I don't know. We were never promised that she would get reincarnated. That was never part of the deal. I know. There was it never makes like no sense. There's not even like a weird moment where someone says something like, "Oh, maybe you'll see her again someday." It's just like, yeah, it's the future. So of course she was born again. What? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But so he sees his wife. So he sees his wife and like, he's like, nice. I'm going to go hang out with my wife and possibly like turn her into a vampire. And then Charles Dance, who is like newly like rejuvenated and like wearing a suit, just like sits up from a table nearby and is like, let the games begin. What games? What What games though, dog? What games though? No, again, there was, like, uh, no one, there wasn't even a throwaway line in the beginning of, like, and if you don't live up to this particular promise, then you're going to have to play, like, a wacky game of, like, vampire scavenger hunts for a hundred years. It's, like, kind of implied that Charles Dance is really, like, in one of his confused monologues, he's, like, oh, the eternal game of, of light against darkness, and I'm, but I'm fighting demons who are conceivably also dark, so, like, I don't really know where I fit into that whole thing. But, like, I guess that's what it's a reference to, but, like, what? Excuse me, what? No, 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 no mention of what that is, and no sense of, like, how did the game involve her getting reincarnated, like, 
800 years later. No one knows. This, like, this but, movie just completely falls apart. And is the game, like, let's go turn her into a vampire? Is the game, let's go get back Transylvania? Is the game, like, go to modern-day Turkey and, like, ruin some coffee shops? Just, like, kick kick over some tables. No, and I, I feel like the movie really thought that we should know, but, like, they were missing a scene. Or it, it, frankly, it would have made more sense if they were in the coffee shop and he saw Dominic Cooper, or sorry, like, Green Market, whatever, um, and he saw Dominic Cooper and was like, oh, okay, for some reason his old enemy is back. I guess they have to fight again now, but it's just like, the games, well, it's not a game, it's your wife. Yeah, it's... it's also, yeah. He left his son to become the king of Transylvania at 10. Yeah, why didn't he ever go back to visit his son? Like, what the hell? That was not a condition of his thing. There was nothing like, oh, and if you stay a vampire, you can't continue to be king of Transylvania. Yeah. Or you can never see your family again. Like, he could have definitely just been like, it's me, your dad, I'm not abandoning you. Yeah, I know, like... Because he becomes a deadbeat dad by the end, technically. Well, he, I think, okay, so, like, I do remember when he kills all the other vampires by, like, parting the clouds and, like, incinerating them, mm -hmm. he, I think he thinks he's going to die as well. Um, And, like, he wants, maybe he wants his son to think that, too. And then, like, then that character... Is that character, am I wrong here, or is that character credited as Gypsy King? Oh, he 100% is credited as those words. Like, um, excuse me? Like, um, what? <laughs> I, I mean, this is a movie that was like, we can definitely just put some spray tan on Dominic Cooper and have him play a member of a different, like, ethnic group. So, for sure, let's go with that name. Yeah. And, uh, but he, this is only the second time he's shown up. And yep. the first time was just to let this scene happen so that he wasn't a total stranger. They could have had Charles Dance show up at this point. It would have yep. made so yep. much more sense. But no, he just appears and is like, oh, I'm going to bring you back to life, master. Yes. Like, yeah, and he just dresses like Jack Sparrow, which is so weird. <laughs> like 100%. You know, there's lots of characters that show up and you're like, okay, I get this. You thought Jack Sparrow was cool. This is literally just a Halloween costume of Jack yeah. Sparrow. Yeah. Um, and like his accent is like no accent anyone's ever had in a movie. <laughs> Everybody else is doing a weird mix of like received pronunciation, but they're mixing their V's and W's like they're Chekhov on Star Trek. <laughs> Um, and some of the guys playing Turkish soldiers are also doing Transylvanian accents. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, <sighs> I really like the creative freedom that they give the actors to just, yeah. just mix it up, you know, just have fun. You absolutely get the feeling that everyone who was like, so I think my character would do this. The director was just like, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I love it. I also think your character would do this. I love this. <laughs> Thank you for the energy you're bringing to this table read. Like, guys, there are no bad ideas here. <laughs> so, like, the whole film is, like, he's a really good dad, and this is the length that he's going to go to. And, like, I definitely thought, like, when I it was the first, like, half hour of this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, this is literally a movie about, like, like I said before, about, like, heteropatriarchy, like, whiteness doing terrible things yep. to, like, defend the nuclear family but it's not even that like i mean yes there are sexually <laughs> ambiguous racialized outsiders but like 
it's not even that because he doesn't do anything terrible, really. Yes! He never has to, like, except for when his wife dies, which even that is, like, it's all to the good because he's able to absorb her mom energy and become the best dad ever, (laughs) which, sure. Um, And, I mean, I always appreciate a scary movie that goes for, like, heroic dad rather than, like, mom against the odds. Like, that's great. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, no, he never, like, is faced with any sort of internal conflict like ever like they keep setting it up for internal conflict and they're like no you know what i don't think that's what the people want to see i don't think they want to <laughs> see him like going through a rough time oh 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 do you know who charles dance is credited as in this movie <sighs> no but i have a feeling you're gonna Caligula. tell me what like what is he just named after Caligula? Is it actual <laughs> Caligula? Great question. No one knows. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? Caligula. Like what? the Emperor Caligula? Sure, why not? Oh my god. Um Also, the wife's name I forgot is Marina, which is also the name of an IUD. <laughs> so, well, you know, let's just like sit with that for a few minutes. yeah by the way uh i I am now just like googling the cast and uh the main actor's name is luke evans Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and and i'm looking at the like timeline of like when he was out uh and then tried to uncome out and then was like well that wasn't gonna work um oh yeah so in 2002 in an interview with like the advocate he was like i'm gay uh, and then in 2010, he was like, don't ask me about that. Uh, and then by like 2014, he was like, mm, definitely don't ask me about that. And then like last year, he was like, you can ask me about that. I, I hope too, like, <laughs> by the way, like, I, I think this is fascinating and totally interesting. I don't mean to make it sound like no, yeah, yeah. he's a bad person no. for doing that. Like, I understand you're under a ton of pressure, especially if someone's like, hey, you could like actually have a really amazing career. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think badly of him in the least. Um, I just think it's like fascinating that. Like, somebody on his publicity team was like, hey, maybe this will work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, wow. This movie really just, like, I mean, oh, my God. It did a lot. It did a lot. It did a lot. (sighs) No, just, like, why, like, why anything? See, my dog, even my dog is mad. (laughs) It's like, yeah, and like coming back to some of the other characterization, like Mehmed the Conqueror, like he conquered Constantinople. He's not throwing thousands of soldiers at like. Like one white child. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like white children aren't that great, you know? Uh, there's plenty of them. Like you've got a thousand of them. Guy? Yeah, you already have so many. You can also just like come back for him later if you yeah, really want to. Right. Like on your next boy raid. Right. Which would be the name of my album. <laughs> boy raid. As as Daddy Renesme. Boy raid by Daddy Renesme. Oh That's absolutely God. what I'm doing. You would buy it. Don't lie to me. Oh, obviously I would. Obviously. I'd be first in line. Um, I also really liked that his wife, the IUD lady. Um, was just totally supportive of his decision to become Dracula. Yeah. Like, and, and like there was, again, no, like, what have you become? You're saving our family, but at what cost? Nope. nope. She's just like, babe, I'm dying. 
I want you to drink my blood and just like <laughs> fucking kill everybody with my blood. Like that's so great. It's Why? very good. <sighs> yeah, no, it's a very supportive family. You have to give them that much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the family that slaves together stays together. <sighs> yeah, no, this is just uh, Caligula. His name is Caligula. Uh, how, where, where is that? Where is that? Because I'm on the Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, it's Caligula. Yep. 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 Just great little tidbit. This actually reminds me, do you remember the, like, Vlad the Impaler TV movie that came out back in the early 2000s? No. Um, Oh, my God. There's so much dad stuff going on. It was called Dark Print, the True Story of Dracula. um, And focused a lot on the, like, uh, fight with the Turks and, like, the actual Vlad had been kidnapped by the Turks as a boy himself. Um, But, like, they treated him super nicely. And so when he, like, got sent back, he was super embarrassed that he'd, like, been enjoying his time with the Turks. And so, like, spent the rest of his life being like, no, we have to kill all the Turks. (laughs) Um, Which is kind of amazing. And it was Rudolf Martin who is, like, just powerful, powerful face moves. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can send a picture to you uh, as we're having this conversation because he was amazing. Actually, if you just Google Rudolf Martin, Vlad Dracula, any of the things that come up. Rudolf Martin, Vlad He looks like the kind of guy who gets cast a lot in movies about incest. Do you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right? Like... Oh, my God. He looks like the guy that reads for, like, incest guy. Jeez. He looks like the guy in Repo the Genetic Opera. Like the... Oh, my God. Like the grave robber guy who also wrote the film. Yeah. I do not believe that he was a dad in that (gasps) particular... Wait, wait, wait. He also... Did he also play Dracula in Buffy? Yes! (gasps) Yes! Oh, my God. He's been Dracula twice. Oh my God! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, the he was great. Where, where he he became dad to Xander for a little while. Uh huh. I do love that a lot. Oh my gosh, have you guys have you guys done Buffy on dad? I feel like no. there's a lot of powerful dad. There are, on Buffy. and I would love to have you come back to do one of them. Absolutely. I'm. I'm right now. I'm ranking everyone on a scale of one to dad, um, <laughs> with Giles obviously remaining at the universal constant. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly. I think Willow is more dad than Xander. I don't know that I would have guessed that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. He's he's high on uh, he's high on the dad scale, but she's higher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're coming back and we're ranking everyone according to dad, including every like secondary and guest character, all the way down to like Clea Duvall as the invisible girl who joins the CAA. <laughs> like yes, yes, it will be your longest episode ever. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Well, do you have anything else you want to add about about Dracula? I, I do love the scene when he's like, when he kills the Sultan and he's like, my name's Dracula, look it up. Yeah. And, and it's he's just the like, son of the devil. You know, Dracula's not famous yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think one last thing that was really amazing was just the fact that there was no sense of scale in terms of what Dracula's powers were and weren't. Mm-hmm. So, like, at one point, he can turn into a bat tornado, 
right? Yeah. Not yeah. just one bat, but like a tornado of bats. Mm-hmm. Um, he can also somehow turn his many bat cells into a single fist that like shakes the actual mountains. Mm-hmm. And yet he almost loses like a hand-to-hand fight with Dominic Cooper just because the floor is covered in silver coins. Yeah, it's all the silver. Um, and I just love that so much. Wait, 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 wait. Caligula. Does, is, uh, I'm sure there is like some way, like some writer was like, oh, this is really clever. I'm going to call him Caligula and there's going to be a reason why he's the vampire. Nope. But uh, I guess probably not. I did like in Dracula not 2000. Not even a horse joke. Not even a horse joke. Because <laughs> in Dracula 2000, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it was, was it actually called Dracula 2000? Yes, it was. Oh my God. Um, they explained uh, that uh, I think Dracula was Judas. Oh, or okay. Like, yeah, yeah, he's Judas, and that's why he's vulnerable to silver. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of it like that. I like that. That's a good explanation. Yeah, right? But not yeah, in this movie. Judas that's, is the father of vampires. This movie doesn't give us anything like that. Yeah, I also just want to point out again that, like, Dominic Cooper is... He was Mr. Willoughby. In an adaptation of Sense and Sensibility. And somebody was like, yeah, he makes sense for the King of the Turks, Mr. Willoughby. <laughs> he was also, he was in Warcraft. Was he really? He was in the Warcraft movie. Who was he? Oh my God, please say, please say he was like, he's the king. Was king he the Rin of Warcraft? I've never yeah. seen it. He plays the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was also the boyfriend in the film adaptation of Mamma Mia. Wow. Yeah. Oh, last thing. Uh, if any any of our your listeners are on the fence about seeing this movie, the first time Dracula turns into bats, it's because he's running through the woods and trips on something. Mm-hmm. He accidentally turns into bats, like as a result of clumsiness. And then he's like kind of run. He's like, I can turn into fucking bats. Are you fucking kidding me? And he's like super giddy and like just starts doing it like every yeah. few steps. It's really cute. Yeah, no, it's amazing. He has a great time. There is no downside to turning into Dracula, um, except for the part where it makes you abandon your son for no reason to go do, like, the Rime of the Ancient Mariner. Um, <laughs> Luke Evans is great, and I'm really glad he's able to be out now. But even when he wasn't, he was still a person of value. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to come out if if, if you don't want to. Um, and don't name characters um, Gypsy King. Yeah. Don't do that. I am actually I'm looking at um uh, I'm looking at the wiki now and I think he does have a name that is not that. Oh, uh I, I feel like I remember watching the credits and being like, wow, they actually call I mean they call him that in the movie. Cause there's a... it says that he's uh What's he what's he credited as? Shkelgim, a mysterious Romani. Yeah, they do not use the word Romani nope. in that movie. Um, uh, I, I feel like that's maybe like afterwards they were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have called it that and are trying to like scrub all evidence of that from the web. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that that character was played by a man named Zach McGowan, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. has not yet taken Hollywood by storm. Yeah, I don't know why. He is known for 
Terminator Salvation, The Hunt for Eagle One, and the sequel, The Hunt for Eagle One, Crash Point. He certainly is. And that last one doesn't have a Wikipedia article, unfortunately. Um, I'm sure he'll get there. Just stop yeah. stop playing yeah. characters like that. You know, I mean, I get people have to take whatever work. We're getting way, we've gone way off the rails. Right. Um, yes. Sorry. We're like giving people specific acting advice now. Because <laughs> I know the biz. So listen yeah. up, kiddo, and you'll go I mean, far. You're in media. I'm in, in media. Um, this is a medium. You're in, you're in media. You know, I've heard that uh, Daddy Renesme runs this town. See? Yeah. Daddy Renesme. Oh, man. That makes me sound like I should own, like, a really like weird lesbian sex club that's oh like God. kind of a drag, but you have to go if you like want to like be anyone in this town. Mm-hmm. But like everyone's kind of like, oh, they're having another one of their like terrible things, and we have to go. And I'm really looking forward to your L word um, uh, vampire right, HBO like series mashup. I, and yeah. I feel like even in my like most powerful fantasies i'm still like yeah i bet the sex parties i would throw would be terrible and sparsely <laughs> okay attended. listen fan- even fantasy has limits all right yeah i gotta be me and the person that me is is um not a great sex party host yeah well you know i can you know it's it's not about realism it's about verisimilitude and i can buy vampires yeah. but a fun sex party is like just beyond the pale so once again this has been the greatest experience of my life <laughs> This is so good. Oh my thank God. You thank so you so much for, much for coming this. on. Um, of course. Uh, do you want to tell people where, where to find your stuff? Cause I know you're not no. on Twitter right now. No. Uh, no, people, people don't need that. People have enough going on in their lives okay. and I just think they should look after themselves and take okay. it easy and have a nice dinner tonight. And don't That's worry really about kind. Yeah, absolutely. You've got enough stuff on your plate. Everyone who's listening to this show, you don't need to add me to your whole deal. You're fine. Oh, well, you're great, and people – if people don't know your work, then they should go through the Toast Archives, and they should they should look up your Dear Prince column. Um, and I hope you don't mind me saying that, but – No, it's totally, totally fine. I'm just okay. being a goofball. It's, it's just <laughs> – thank you so much for having me on the show. I love it so much. And uh, now I'm going to go chew on a piece of nicotine gum that I've been staring at obsessively during yes. our entire conversation that I wouldn't let myself chew. Amazing. Okay, well, have All a right. good night. Bye, my friend. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye, kiddos. Is it Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by Nick Bravo for Stay Mean. Stay Mean is listener-supported. If you appreciate the shows we make and want access to bonus episodes and other perks, support us at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album, Foil Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuy. Thanks for listening. Be good, kiddos.